We have a trade to announce. Hello, hello. Yeah. Yeah, it was one of those things where, yeah, it was like one of those things where it's like, we could do a show. Sometimes we do shows when we shouldn't do shows. And I don't know. Yeah, right. Yeah. I remember how much shit we caught for the Alex Daylock show. And I'm like, you know what? I'm sure we'll get to it. Like, there's there's going to be a game coming up. Like, I don't think it's... Um, this isn't a Timo Meyer trade. Oh, that's not good. All right, fix it. <laughs> uh, I will tap dance for a second here. Um, yeah, okay, so Puckeye's going to finish his audio here. I, I'm just saying, like, obviously, um, you know, Puckeye was just talking about, like, apologizing for not doing this sooner. Obviously, we wanted, we, we try to be Johnny on the spot with this stuff. When stuff happens, we try to get on as quick as we can. And just... A, a bunch of different things kind of prevented us from kind of getting on. And then also, like I'm saying, like, you know, we, we caught a lot of show for, for a 40 minute Alex Daylock show. Um, so obviously we try to we try to, you know, sometimes we don't have a good filter for what like needs a show and what can wait and whatever. So I don't know. I'm not doing anything. Puck guy's not doing anything. Here we are uh, to break down um, this trade. And obviously, I think talk about other trades to coming that are going to start coming and happening. I don't know where the thought is going, unfortunately. <laughs> this is why we do shows with other people. Um, Puckeye, how are we doing? I'll just go with the awful built-in microphone because for some reason my Scarlet has died. Um, but I, I hope, oh, no. but, uh, yeah, it's not picking up on the, on the, uh, on the built-in mic. So apologies for my audio. For some reason, uh, it has died all Sounds of a sudden. Yeah. So, I mean, I think you're okay on the other end, but hopefully, uh, all of you can hear me. Okay. Uh, it sounds, it's weird. Uh, I'm not sure how that happened because I had just had everything set to go beforehand. We, that's why we do the tests. Uh, for yes, uh, so let's get into this, shall we? So, 
the sharks make a trade last yeah, night. Can you hear fuck guy? Let me know. I know, yeah. oh, I know there's a delay here, so, but I just want to make sure that before we get super into the weeds here that uh, it's not just me having a one-sided conversation. <laughs> yeah, no, it's weird that that uh, it's that for some reason uh, Ecamm is not picking up my microphone anymore. Um, hmm. Not sure why, but uh, we'll do what we can do here and uh, do do our best diligence to uh, go from here, but um, for your... Tr no, apparently now you're super loud. Now I'm super loud. Oh, that's terrific. That's okay. that never gets mentioned on on this show. Yeah. You know. Um, but live YouTube people, live YouTube. Yeah. The choice of live YouTube. <laughs> so I'll 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 try to balance it uh, as much as possible here. Uh, so last night, sharks make a trade for you know the trade Matt Nieto and Ryan Merkley over to uh, the Colorado Avalanche in exchange. You're getting Jacob McDonald, uh, defenseman, and forward Martin Kaut, uh, you know, w who was a former first-round pick himself. That yeah, hasn't same draft year. Yeah, same draft year hasn't quite worked out the way for Colorado. Um, you know, initially, like, okay, you finally get, you get you get Merkley's request made. Um, Matt Nieto, very familiar with the Colorado Avalanche organization. Um, but uh, what was your initial take on it? I mean, again, like with the entire Mike Greer era, I, I continue to be whelmed. Like, I, I'm not like, I'm still waiting for that hell yeah moment with Mike Greer. Um, I'm whelmed. Like, I, I, this trade isn't super fancy. I don't think the Sharks did incredibly well here. And, and I think that's the one thing that's hard to I think convey on Twitter sometimes is because like I don't love this trade but I can understand how I can understand the pieces and I can understand what the idea is behind it but it doesn't mean that I'm like super enthused by the trade right right and I think when you're looking at a guy um for Kaut for Mer like if you kind of break this trade down into like its pieces You've got Kaut for Merkley, which is kind of a problem for a problem. Uh, a guy who, you know, probably could use a, a fresh, a clean slate uh, right. in Kaut. And, and the same for Ryan Merkley. Um, Ryan Merkley probably could use a clean slate as well. So I think that part of the trade, it makes sense for me. Now, there are going to be people that will rightfully bring up that you could have had Martin Kaut on waivers, um, you know, a couple of times this season. That's true. Um, but also I would also point out that the sharks are kind of hamstrung right now because they are at the 50 contract limit. So you just can't pick a guy up on waivers when you're maxed out on contracts without making a corresponding move. Um, but I still think it, it should be said, like, this is a player you could have had for free. Um, Ryan Merkley, again, we've, we've talked a lot about Ryan Merkley, right. um, and, and I, I on this channel, like, especially this year. Yep. And, you know, without getting super into the weeds on Ryan Merkley, Ryan Merkley is a player that I like, but I obviously I understand why he's polarizing. Okay. Um, I don't think Ryan Merkley's value was super high at this point. Right. So I, I, I if you're if you're upset that that count is kind of the return for Merkley, I get it. But I don't think Merkley's value is super high right now. Um, I think he was a negative asset that the Sharks 
were, I think, fortunate to find a home for as quickly as they did. Now, um, Jacob McDonald, I always want to call him Joey for some reason. Um, the old, Jacob the old McDonald. Avalanche, or the old Mighty Duck forward, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, Jacob McDonald uh, coming, uh, trading, basically swapping J- Jacob McDonald for Matt Nieto. It's a little perplexing, right? I think in, in Jacob McDonald, you have a guy who's played pretty consistently on the third pair for the Colorado Avalanche all season. Um, and I think the fact that we got an immediate move to move Nick Seacheck back down to the Barracuda, I think tells you all you really need to know about why, what they saw in a, a guy like Jason McDonald. Again, the Sharks have Jason McDonald in spades. This is a guy they have a lot of in Harrington and stuff, but I don't think that they were overly impressed with what they got from Nick Seacheck um, based on his limited play in the nhl even though he's been up for a while yeah and the barracuda could use all the help they can get on their blue line right now so i i like the move from that respect so i think nick i don't think nick Seacheck was doing particularly well in the nhl i think it was uh a guy who's playing a little bit over his head which right. wasn't you know this was going into the season right like that was the whole thing was the sharks were not gonna put guys in situations that they weren't ready for and i think they were asking a little much from Nick Seacheck. Um, so Matt Nieto though, like I think it's a, it's a piece. I think you gave up. I'm not the biggest Matt Nieto fan. Um, like, I don't think he's a bad dude or anything. Right. And I understand why people are, are sentimentally attached to Matt Nieto, but like as a player, I still think though, you kind of overpaid to get a, another seventh defenseman. Yeah, uh, I think I think also it helps that uh, isn't Darren Helm going to be out for a while for Colorado, so he can sure. So Nieto can fill in that form. Uh, by the way, got the mic fixed. Hopefully there. So apologies for everyone for that. Uh, as for as for McDonald, I think they saw that turnover in Detroit from Nick Chichek that set up a goal. That was a rough one, and he's had his his ups and downs um, with with the Sharks this year. And let's be honest, the Cuda need some depth defensemen. Oh, <laughs> they need reinforcements on the blue line like no one else. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my my concern, though, is, n- number one, let's, let's hope this doesn't come back to bite us in the butt when, you know, Nick, or excuse me, Ryan Merkley uh, flourishes with the Colorado Eagles or eventually with the Avalanche. Um I mean, that could happen, but at the same time, like, and I understand, like, I understand that concern. And I know that there's like, I saw a lot of giddy Colorado Avalanche fans that were just really super excited about getting Ryan Merkley. And again, like, I don't want to, I'm not going to kick Ryan Merkley now that he's out the door. Like, this is a player that I do like. Um, But at the same time, like, I think that's still a big, if, 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 but if he does flourish and it does and the sharks like come back and this trade doesn't look good down the road, it, it doesn't, it matters, but it doesn't because they, they were kind of over about Ryan Merkley wanted out. Yeah. And, and that's the problem is that that kind of weighs down things. Plus he's been scratched for what over almost a month since, since he requested the trade. So he hasn't been in the lineup or anything for the CUDA. 
Uh, so yeah. So and and Rick, Ricky um, in the chat brings up a, a like something that I did want to get to. Um, if you want to highlight his most recent yeah. comment. Yeah, uh, Ricky Barton Slager saying, I disagree that it was an overpayment, Ian. We got a fifth for Cagliano, and he scores more than Nieto. I'd rather get a guy who you know can play NHL minutes than a fifth or sixth round pick. Yeah, and and I, I, I was going to get there. And I do agree. Like, I think that if you... If you don't like, I can understand people being like, well, we didn't even get a draft pick out of this. But again, like for Matt Nieto alone, what are you getting for Matt Nieto alone? Probably, you know, like your fifth, maybe a fourth. Like I would, I think the Sharks addressed a need. Yeah, if that. I think the Sharks identified a need and they, and they addressed it, right? They, they look at their blue line. We don't know what's going on with, with Shimmick. Um, you know they 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 have some they've had some injuries on their blue line. They have guys that are playing a little over their head. I would I don't have an issue of them addressing a need here. Like again, I don't think at the end of the day this trade isn't going to be one that I think we're going to super look back unless Ryan Merkley becomes an absolute superstar, right? right? Then maybe we'll come back and and we'll grump about this trade in a year or two years. But like this isn't the trade that we're going to be talking about in, in, in two years from this trade deadline. Right. And that's the tough part, but because it'll be something else, you know, and uh, PJ 48 kind of wanting to frame it a little bit different, you know, saying, do you guys think a better framing of this would be instead of struggling first for first and essentially for Merkley and for Kout would be, uh, you know, would be D for D, Merkley for McDonald and a young forward and young forward prospect for Nieto. Um, you yeah. could frame it that way. I mean, I I think, I mean, you could frame it, you could frame that in a lot of ways. I think I, the way that my silly brain works, I try to like figure out what's the, you know, you try, you try and dissect what's moving and kind of what's addressing what. You, I think you could frame this in a lot of different ways. I don't think that this trade again it's not a trade that i'm super excited about i don't think the sharks i i think the sharks just did okay here they just did okay they didn't do great this isn't a this isn't a great trade for the sharks it's an okay trade for the sharks yeah uh, for now and, and like ricky's also mentioning right now you know you would have said sumel for Barbanov was no big deal until hey you know, look at I, you know true. look at uh if if martin Cout can like find his game in san jose and it you know and it works out for everyone involved i mean that that would be fantastic i just i'm not super high on Cout as a prospect at this point um but again like ryan merkley was basically had a foot out store and they had to address that problem um you have again problems on your blue line uh with the team as currently constructed and you had to address it matt nieto was a guy who was probably out the door by the trade deadline anyway again you know guys on expiring contact contracts on low deals are going to be the guys that i think a lot of teams are going to be looking for so i mean again like it, all these things were all these things on their own are Right. I just don't know if I like the whole package. Yeah. Um, so, Cout was up. If that makes sense, I hope that makes sense. <laughs> no, I, 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 I think I get you there. I, Cout was 
up with the Avalanche for 27 games this season. You know, getting a goal, mm-hmm. uh, two assists uh, in in that stretch. Um, he's Czech, so I would think you know, kind of dangling that 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 the carrot to have him play with uh, Tomas Hurdle might be a big thing. But I would, th- I, I mean, I hear that McDonald's headed to Carolina for the game on Friday against the Hurricanes. Yeah. I'm I'm assuming Cout is headed to the Barracuda. He's headed to the Barracuda, yes. So be on the lookout for that. The other thing, too, in that sense is while Chichek goes back down to the Cuda, it makes you wonder how serious uh, Redeem Shimmick's injury is. Yeah, I mean, obviously, that is the big, that's the big question right now, um, is obviously what is the health of Redeem Shimmick going to be going forward, which is, Super unfortunate that like that we're having this conversation again with Shimmick. It's for- very unfortunate. Like I feel bad for Shimmick because I think Shimmick's had a pretty good year, but I mean this inability again. Like you know, it, hockey is a, a contact sport. Um, I don't fault a player for getting injured. Like I've never been like you know I'm not going to get mad at Shimmick because he's injured. It's a contact sport. This is. This is a very fast game and people hit each other very, very hard. Um, but I think from, you know, for, for Shimmick, um, who I think finally kind of found his game again this season to have this happen is unfortunate. Um, but on the on the plus side, um, Nikolai Knizov, uh played last night for the Barracuda. And I thought other than um, a scrambly first shift, I thought once he got settled into the game, he looked great so obviously um him on just a conditioning stint right now i think he will be back up at some point even if shimmick goes down so yeah. you know um if shimmick and then if shimmick gets healthy you just send mcdonald through waivers but i think it's a nice insurance policy in mcdonald to have for the sharks uh to round to finish up the season true always a backup plan just to have in case you know uh let she check you know get have his growing pains with the CUDA and, and yeah. make the CUDA a little bit stronger with Cout in there. And, you know, uh, yeah. Cause you got to remember like the, the, the HL playoffs are, are different than the NHL playoffs. Like even though the sharks are or the Barracuda, sorry, are in, where are they right now? They are in, they're in the I last think, playoffs, which yeah, is seventh. Yeah. Um, like they're, they're technically a playoff team, <laughs> you know? So, okay. Yes, wait, they are. Uh, okay. So, uh, it's, I'm looking at it right now. So, there's seven spots in, yes, in the Pacific because there's like there's a there is like a play-in round like a qualifying round I think they're like best of threes, <laughs> um yeah it's 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 a whole thing in the AHL um so the Barracuda are technically are trying to to hold off the Henderson Silver Knights for the last playoff spot in the Pacific Division, um because again the AHL playoffs are crazy which I I think if you um if you are a person who is not to get too like off track here, but if you were a person who is nervous about the NHL expanding the playoff format, um, this is where you test things out. So I don't know, something to keep in, an eye on anyway. In a 10 team Pacific division in the AHL. <laughs> um, and, and yeah, AHL, you just mentioned about Kanishov. Yep, totally. Yeah, totally. Kanishov looked good last night. I thought after a first, like a scrambly first shift, I think just. I mean, how for this guy who hasn't played a game in two years, like I would have been just full of piss and vinegar too. Uh, a little bit scrambly at first, but I thought once he settled into the game, I thought he played a really solid game for the Barracuda last night. I think the Barracuda played 
really well overall last night. They did lose in the shootout, but um, one of their better losses of the season. Yeah, and they even got a point out of that. So coming off of that, along with a big win uh, against San Diego, uh, mm-hmm. where we saw the debut of Kyle Quiscolo. Yep. So, so slowly making some moves for the CUDA to be a better team. Uh, as for the Sharks, they're still going and going. And, and I, you know, you you have a logjam of forwards. You know, Ricky even mentioning about having sent Ozzy down to Wichita. Yeah. Um, I That's got to be frustrating for him, too. Sure. I mean, as as I'm sure it is for Strassman, who's been making the Wichita trip uh, nonstop. Um I think, look, when when it came to Ryan Merkley, you have to remember this was a player who was on a lot of teams do not drafts list. There was only a there was only so many places that would take a that were going to take a swing on Merkley. So I think getting anything from Merkley at this point, I think, is a win. Like, yeah, you may, you had to take a forward instead. But I, I think, again, like players are going to get moved. Uh, as the deadline approaches and some I think some players will get a chance to come up and I think that will settle things down um, with the Barracuda forward group but again I think you to get anything from Merkley at all at this point I think the Sharks had to the the Sharks kind of had their hands tied here as far as what kind of a return they were going to get so that's the situation in hand for for that move Uh, more on the way most likely and and it seems, I would assume so. Yeah, I would assume so. This might have been a precursor to everything. And, and let's be honest, you know, Nieto moving is probably, you know, a month, a few weeks ahead before the trade deadline. So, uh-huh. yeah, <laughs> AJ mentioning uh, silver lining for trading Nieto. I imagine Gregor will play more games. <laughs> I don't know. Can, can Kevin LeBanc and Noah Gregor play in the same lineup? I I'm I remain Can they play on the PK now? <laughs> I mean that. I mean Matt Nieto is, is you know one of those guys that were big on this on this PK unit that's been top five all year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, look at. I think um, you know again. I just to not to again. I don't like. I don't like kicking people on the way out the door. I, again, I I understand why people are sentimental towards Matt Nieto. I I I have players that I'm sentimental towards too. Although I try not to be. Um, exactly. <laughs> but it's a business at the, end, at the end of the day it's a business right and i think like matt nieto was one of the guys who just wasn't gonna finish the season here so no and, and, it is what it is and let's be honest long long term he was here three seasons and we did not get a sequel to holiday sweater so true yeah know, so i mean what good what good is matt nieto anyway at this point oh, oh wow <laughs> so I'm just gonna get hell on Twitter now. Uh, so my my question to you is, is now is that you know as we transition over, I mean, so much Timo talk. I mean, uh, mm-hmm. AJ and Jerk, we've talked about, we've talked about him after dark many times. Yep. It seems like there's 28 teams interested in trading for Timo Meyer. Hell, as even, well they should be. I, I mean, hell, even Buffalo is interested, which you know, which. Kyle would be stinging a little bit in my mind if if you move him to Buffalo if you get a even if you get a decent haul. That's a lottery pick. Would you go for it? Hell, let let's let's make let's make sure we. Uh, if if I I mean I man I don't know like Buffalo's not making the playoffs right like I'm not wrong here. I haven't looked at the standings in a minute. 
I mean, Buffalo, I mean, I mean, we, we've all seen what Tage Thompson's done this year. Uh, sure. Yeah. But, like Buffalo's a team that needs something to get them over the hump. Right. Okay. So Buffalo's a point out of the, they're, they're, they're a few three, points out of the yeah, wild three card. points out of wild card. But, but again, like, but again, like I think for a guy like for a team like Buffalo, I could understand why they would be interested. Cause look at Buffalo's a team that wants to get back into the playoffs. Like eventually, you know, your goal should be to win hockey games and eventually win championships. Um, Buffalo has spent uh, just a, an unreal amount of time, you know, being lottery pick after lottery pick after lottery pick. Like at some point you have to start moving forward. So for them to want to admire, it makes a lot of sense to me. And again, like that's, that's a high lottery pick, but that's still a pick in the lottery. If you, if you get that pick and if you can get that pick out of them and you can get it, so it's not lottery protected, I think that's a fine place to move Timo Meyer to if that's the play, if that's what the Sharks want to do. Yeah, that that would be a massive one. I mean, um, could hell, could you even consider a, a blockbuster? I mean, the the Buffalo has currently, according to cap friendly, eighteen million dollars of cap space that can mm-hmm. easily take Meyer and yes. Carlson. Let's not get crazy. I'm just, you know, I, I, hey, if it's trade speculation, okay, do you, but, 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 okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm about to piss off Ian. <laughs> yes, but I will remind you that Eric Carlson decides where he's going. Very true. And would he want to go to a, go to Buffalo and want to go to a team that's... Uh, do you want to go to a bubble, like... Again, a bubble I don't team. think Eric Carlson's going anywhere, but do you want to go to a bubble team or are you going to leave to go to a contender? I, I Again, like... I don't know. I just, I, I really don't want to get in the weeds on Eric Carlson because I just, I don't think there's, a, I, I just, I will be shocked and I will happily come on here and tell you how much of an idiot I am if Eric Carlson gets traded. But until that happens, I don't want to talk about it because I don't think it's going to happen. I think it's a lot of wasted air time. And considering nothing. And considering the semi air apparent in Merkley just got traded. You really don't have an offensive-minded defenseman, which this team in the past loved for over a decade and a half. Yeah, but I don't think the Sharks saw Merkley as the heir apparent. If you if they saw if if the Sharks saw Ryan Merkley that way, then Ryan Merkley's figuring it out on the Sharks this year. Fair enough. Uh, uh, Ricky mentioning, well, we have Artemi Kanaishev. He's not the heir apparent either. No. No. A- AJ mentioning the alliances, Esimont Couture, Barabanov, Meyer, Hurdle, LeBanc, and Gregor will get a look wherever, whenever LeBanc pisses off. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, I mean, like we said, this could be just the starting of everything. You know, you got to look right. at like Nick Benino, who's been on a nice run lately. Yeah, um, you look at. Do, does anybody take a sniff at it of Genny Sveshnikov? Uh, Again, I think like there's either. there's some guys that I think might generate some interest, and maybe some guys that will surprise us. I think going back to Timo Meyer for a minute though, because I think something that needs to be something that needs to be said out loud a little more often, and I am seeing this on Twitter a lot too. Um, uh, but I think it's something that like because a lot of people are like uh, talking about like. 
destinations like New Jersey and stuff. And it's like, oh, well, but if, you know, and you, and you see like Jersey fans being like, oh, well, if they ask for, for Hughes, you know, Nemec or I can't remember the other dude's name. It's like, you just hang up the phone. It's like, that's fine. Like in New Jersey, maybe they should hang up the phone at that point. But I think if you're the Sharks, like something that's not said out loud enough, the Sharks don't have to trade Timo Meyer. So like if I'm Mike Greer and I'm not, again, like Mike Greer era so far is the era of whelmed. The Sharks can't whelm me with a Timo Meyer trade. No. But I don't think you have to, you don't have to move Timo Meyer. And I think that the Sharks should acknowledge that. And they should go into negotiations saying, look, we're going to ask for a top price. And if you don't think Timo Meyer is worth it, it's fine. We can keep him. It's not a big deal. We don't have to move Timo Meyer. So wherever you're sending them, whether it be Buffalo, like I said, you can go to Buffalo and you, who's a team, you know, on, on the wildcard hunt right now, but they could be a lottery team and you can move up 10 spaces in the lottery. Like if, if Buffalo says, well, we'll give you our first round pick, but we want a lottery protected. You hang up. Cause yeah. again, you don't have to trade Timo Meyer. Mm-mm. Timo, you can wait till the draft. I mean, I think as, as you get closer to free agency, as you get closer to him, potentially signing his qualifying offer i think your leverage gets a little bit a little more wishy-washy but right now the sharks don't have to trade timo meyer if you are not going to give up a a top price for timo meyer mike greer should hang up the fucking phone i agreed agreed uh i mean unless it's something that just is Knock it out of the no, ballpark. No, you, you, you have to, exactly. Yeah, this is a trade where you have to, where you, you have, have to, to like, this has to be the Mike Greer hell yeah moment if you're going to move yep. Timo Meyer. And if, and if he goes to a place like New Jersey and you don't extract one of their three best prospects for him, you fucked up. Period. And, and Tim Burke was scouting the New Jersey Devils as reported yep. by the fourth period. So, I mean, and of course, there's also talk about the Rangers being interested. I mean, everybody's interested. Heck, I wouldn't be surprised if, if Seattle wants to go for a home run making a playoff push. Could they put him in? I mean, who knows? I mean, to, yeah. to compliment. Oh, yeah, Matty I think, Beniers. like, look at Timo Meyer is a hell of a player. And I think whoever gets him is going to be lucky to have him, including the Sharks. If the Sharks happen to keep him, that's fine, too. But I think if you move him, you have to you have to get max value for them. Yeah. Indeed. Indeed. All right. I think that gives us a nice conclusion to this episode. So in case you missed anything, or you want to watch this again, check us out on tealtownusa.com or your favorite podcatcher, uh, whether it's Apple, Google, YouTube, SoundCloud, TuneIn, iHeart, Odyssey, Spotify. Uh, of course, if you're on the youtube channel right now leave us a comment down below as to what you think of this matt nieto trade uh along with now that ryan merkley is also off to colorado share your thoughts on what the sharks should do next in the comment section down below so definitely uh check us out and we appreciate each and every one of you subscribing if you haven't subscribed already smash that subscribe button as always so with ian i am eric thank you very what very much ian your final thoughts uh, final thoughts. When the sharks do good, it's good. This was just okay. <laughs> this was just okay. So essentially, the, the, when the sharks do okay, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That okay. when the sharks do okay, it's okay. I, I don't know, man. Like, again, like I just I 
I just want like for Mike Greer just to give me that hell yeah moment. That's mm-hmm. that's all I want, man. That's all I want. That's right. all anyone can hope for at this point. Like the the seasons basically we're just playing out the string now. We're, we know um, where the season's going. <laughs> give me a hell yeah moment. I need one. <laughs> I think we all do uh, this season. So for Ian, I am Puck Guy. We will be back with you uh, following Sharks and Hurricanes. Uh, I hear Brent Burns is making dinner tonight for every, for all the Ooh. players. So uh, I'm afraid. What kind of, uh, is it a ground buffalo? Who knows? Uh, <laughs> Till then, we'll see you following Sharks and Hurricanes. Keep it real. Keep it teal. Keep it real teal. Have a great day, everyone. Thanks for watching.